right, guys. Today we're going to talk a little bit about convenience and variety and kind of how the two can interplay off of each other. This one should be fun because I hope to give you guys a, a couple things that maybe you can put right into action and some things that could kind of be fun for us to do as a community and maybe create some conversations amongst each other about things that we can start to add into our lives to create a little variety and get ourselves away from some of the modern conveniences that we're so used to. So first, just a quick note on convenience, and I posted a great article that I definitely recommend you guys go back and read last week talking about this, but one of the things that I've really started to kind of hone in on is a lot of my issues and people's issues generally, but speaking specifically to my issues or things that I struggle with, it's because I've gotten to a place of enjoying convenience a little bit too much. And there's been some great conversation around how we can kind of force adversity onto ourselves to take away some of these conveniences. And I think that sometimes that can be a little bit extreme, but I do think that little things go a long way when it comes to convenience. So a couple small examples. One of the first ones I like to think about is when it comes to working out. And so it's super convenient for us to always be on the same squat rack, doing pull-ups on the same pull-up bar, and always going inside and in the shade and we maybe even cherry pick the workout just as much as we cherry pick our environment for the workout. So maybe we don't come on days when it's running or we don't come on days when it's overhead squats because those aren't things that we like. So we're constantly falling into this small trap of convenience. And here's why this can become a problem. First, it's going to limit us in maybe meeting people and exposing ourselves to some different situations. So maybe we never learn how to jump high to a pull-up bar and the next gym we go to has nothing but nine-foot pull-up bars to it, right? And we're so used to our, you know, seven-and-a-half-foot pull-up bars that are super convenient for me and my height. And so now I find myself into this lack of convenience in a new facility or when I travel. And so this then can often become a point of complaint for people. So they've become so used to having everything kind of perfect and just the way that they like it. When that's removed at all, then you become unhappy, even though in reality that's not something that should breed unhappiness happiness, discontent, or complaints. It just is. It's just something, right? It's the smallest thing in the world, but because we get so used to everything being perfect for us all the time, then all of a sudden we force unhappiness onto ourselves. So this is why we don't want to get too comfortable with something, and we never want to get ourselves into this kind of constant state of accepting the easiest solution for ourselves. And when we look at cherry picking workouts, I think the obvious one is that we're never going to get any better at those things that we struggle with or that we don't like. And if we never make any improvements on them, then all we're going to do is continue to push that further and further away from being something that we are going to look forward to coming into the gym and attacking. So what happens then is typically if we start doing that with something big. So typically uh, one big one for people is running. They won't come to the gym on days when it's running. And then from running, maybe we miss one, maybe even two days a week during the summer that we're just not going to go in with. Or if we do go in, we maybe don't go in with a positive attitude. And that starts us down this slippery slope. And what's going to start to happen is we're going to start to have tough days and days where we're maybe just not entirely feeling coming to the gym. And then we're going to check that workout and we're going to see, you know, is it something that I want to go and do? 
Well, if we've made that exception once for running, then it's going to be a hell of a lot easier and more convenient for us to maybe go negative with something else. So maybe it's overhead squats or maybe it's snatches and it's, oh, you know, I don't really like snatches, so I'm not going to go today. And now all of a sudden we're maybe missing two to three days a week. And those are days that for a lot of people might be the most important days for them to come. Because a lot of times what we're fixing there is not just the running or just the overhead squats themselves. What we're fixing is your mindset towards things that challenge you. And this is something that you actively have to work on. If you're not actively thinking about this and you're not actively working on it, then I guarantee you, you are getting worse at it. And so this is often the example that I try to give people is if you're the type of person who is skipping workouts because you don't like what you see, then I can almost guarantee that you're also going to be the type of workout that maybe shies away from a new project at work or maybe shies away from reading a new book or trying something new like stand-up paddleboarding or swimming or deep sea fishing or scuba diving. And all of a sudden you start to just kind of really fall back into things that you are only comfortable with. So I'm only going to just do my day-to-day tasks. I'm not going to take any initiative at work. I'm going to open up my cell phone and go into Instagram rather than read a new book or watch a new documentary and discuss it with somebody. I'm going to text somebody rather than call them. I'm going to type them a letter rather than handwrite them a letter. And I see this happen to myself sometimes. And when I look back, I get really, really frustrated because I know that I took the easy way out, the lazy way out, and I know that it's making me a weaker person for it. So there's really a million opportunities every single day where we are just inundated with convenience. And I thought the article that I posted did a great job of really breaking that down. And it's not that I'm telling you to just make everything in your life super inconvenient, right? I'm not telling you to start washing your clothes by hand and start you know, not using your dishwasher, your washing machine, or your car. But what I am telling you is to maybe look at some of those things and think about You know, maybe I could walk or I could ride my bike and doing that every now and again just to add some variety to your life. And now we're going to get into that as a conversation about how can we add some variety into what we're doing every day to both spice things up a little bit for our life. I think that it has a great effect in that, but also to get us used to doing things off the beaten path and doing things more for the efficacy, the enjoyment, or the power that stand behind them, not so much just doing them to check a block. So the easiest analogy for this is the scenic route. And I like this kind of concept, and this is something that I think about a lot, is how can we take the concept of taking the scenic route and apply that to kind of our everyday life? And so if you think about taking the scenic route is basically saying, I'm going to notably take the longer, the more strenuous, the more difficult, the you know path of most resistance, just so that I can enjoy something a little bit more. There's a better view. There's something really unique about the scenic route that makes it a little bit different, even though it maybe adds a half an hour to your drive, ride, whatever it might be. And this is the fundamental kind of 
uh, concept that we're talking about here. So how can you add some beauty into just your everyday life? What are maybe some things that we can put into effect here that kind of give us a scenic route feel just for stuff that we're doing every single day? And I like to think about this mostly in terms of, you know, relationships and communications. And I really do enjoy the handwritten note. And I would definitely recommend that you guys, you know, sit down and keep a notepad around you and just every now and again, just write somebody a handwritten note just tell them, you know, what you're thankful for them for. It could be the smallest thing in the world, but it's going to, you know, have a tangible effect and a very big net positive for you and your relationship with that person. Especially if you guys are struggling maybe with a coworker, I think it's a great way to kind of break the ice and be the person who starts that communication. So that's kind of uh, one of our first ones is, you know, how do you relate to the people around you that maybe you're struggling with? And so let's go away from the convenience of sending them a text message. And in place of that, let's look to maybe think about going out for a cup of coffee with that person, or at the very least writing them a well thought out handwritten note and maybe adding a gift on top of that. Next, we're gonna talk about adding in some variety to our day-to-day -day lives as it pertains to health and wellness a little bit and start thinking about how can we maybe take some small challenges and communicate with some other people and have a huge net positive in what we're doing at work or at home to strengthen both our minds and our bodies. And the first one we're gonna talk about here, guys, is sitting. So I've got a standing desk both at work and I'm talking to you now from my standing desk at home. But I also have one of the most comfortable desk chairs that you could ever imagine sitting right beside me. And almost every morning I'm faced with this dilemma because I typically keep my desk down for kind of the ambiance of the room. And so then your normal is plopping down onto, onto my comfortable chair and getting stuck there for a little bit. And I kind of get onto my computer, I'll start my day or I'll read a book and kind of get sitting to start my day. So now what I'm doing is I'm gonna start leaving my desk up and I'm going to take my chair and I'm gonna remove that option as a convenience from my life. And I'm gonna try this for a week and I'm gonna see if I can do all of my work here at this desk, which is most of the work I do. It's my blog posts, my podcasts, and some of that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of the financials and all, the, all those different things that you know we do on computers for work. Uh, I do this mostly from a seated position. And so now I'm gonna try to stand and I'm gonna do this for the full week. And I'm gonna try to think about limiting myself to about two to three hours of work here standing before I have to move on and go and do something outside, walk, move, go around with blitz or something along those lines. And so this is going to be challenge option number two. If you guys have the opportunity to have a standing desk or uh, convert yourself to a standing desk, we're going to try to see if we can do this. And we're going to, I know a lot of you guys are just going to be like, oh yeah, I do that every day. I don't ever sit. And we're going to try to limit ourselves to every three hours we go and do something else. We create a conversation. We walk around a little bit. If you have the freedom at work to go outside and get some sunlight, I definitely recommend that, even if it's just to go outside for lunch or something. And this is what's going to be tough. We're going to limit ourselves to 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the afternoon that we're allowed to sit. When we're back at home for the night and we're gonna be eating dinner, some of those different things, we're gonna kinda of take ourselves off the clock and we're just gonna to try to avoid sitting on a soft couch. Instead, we're gonna to try to maybe get ourselves onto the floor and we're gonna to try to utilize that time on the floor a little bit better 
with just some light stretching or laying down. And what we're going to try to do instead of getting ourselves used to this kind of convenience of sitting that we've put in every corner of every room in America, it's just sit, 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 sit. And we're pre-programmed on that from the time you go into kindergarten or maybe even before to just sit for the majority of your day. So I want you guys to start removing that convenience from your life whenever and wherever possible. It's going to be significantly better for us to stand and move and walk. And if your back starts to get tight, I recommend just doing some simple squat holds. And if you guys can't do that at work, start doing just some forward bends or some different things that are going to get your spine moving a little bit. But that's really, really good feedback for our mind and for our body to start saying, hey, you've been sedentary too long. Start moving. You're going to be more aware of that if you're on your feet. And so that's kind of one of the big things. If you guys want a little bit additional for that, I definitely recommend getting like a lacrosse ball or a spiky ball or something to roll your feet out while you're standing. It'll make a big difference in how you feel. And you guys will probably notice a net benefit in how you feel in your workouts and your performance generally. All right, so step one or challenge one is to change the way you communicate with a friend, family member, or coworker, whether it be spending a little bit of time having a face-to-face real conversation over coffee or a meal, or just writing them a nice handwritten letter and acknowledging how they benefit your life. That's the first challenge. Second challenge is going to be removing sitting whenever and wherever possible from our days. And we're going to try this for a week. You guys don't have to do it forever, but we're just going to try it for a week and see how we do. And then our last challenge is something I've been doing quite a bit of research on, and this is one that I'm going to take on. So I just thought I'd tell you guys about it, and you guys can let me know uh, what your feedback is on it. I know a couple people have tried this, uh, but I'm going to try a 72-hour water fast here next week. And I've done a lot of research lately on nutrition and the gut and just a lot of kind of diving deeper into some of the effects on your cellular level as well as your general stress levels from kind of constantly eating, you know, meat and caffeine and crap. And I just got back off vacation, so I wasn't necessarily eating top quality foods throughout that time. So what I'm going to try to do is let my body rest and relax a little bit from the kind of the the common digestion that we're so used to, because I really haven't done this ever. And so I think that my body is going to, number one, need this time more than I realize. And number two, this is going to be something that I've gotten so used to the convenience of constantly eating all the time, but it is in our nature to be able to sustain not eating for extended periods of time. So I want to see what happens mentally, what happens physically. I want to remove that easy convenience of constantly eating at my own will, which is unnatural for humans, right? If you think about it, like you take away all of our modern conveniences, you know, we'd have to go out and grab something and find something and kill an animal and, you know, do all these different things just to get a meal. Um, That modern convenience is something that I think we all take for granted a little bit. So there are some, you know, big net health positives that I'm going to aim for with it, but also I just kind of want to see if I'm capable of it. And so these are going to be kind of some of the three challenges. And, you know, if you guys like this and you guys try it and you enjoy the variety of doing things like this, uh, then let me know and we'll kind of continue down this path and I'll maybe think of a couple more that we can continue on. Obviously, I'm a big fan of, you know, trying to take away the convenience of just sitting and indulging in screens every single night. 
And in place of that, reading a book or stretching or doing something that's going to be both stress relieving, but also going to make your relationship a little bit better, make your body a little bit better. And I think that that's uh, one of those kind of underlying challenges. But there's a million things that we could talk about on this uh, end to take away some convenience that we're too used to and put something in that's going to add a little bit of variety and we're going to get a big net positive from it. And so what I'll leave you guys with here is just my thoughts generally on hardening up your mindset towards things. This is something that I really didn't understand because I lived a life full of complete convenience until I was about you know, 20 or 21 years old. And something in me kind of clicked and finally I realized that I needed to find my own adversity. And I'm not entirely sure. I can't really remember what caused that. I know I was kind of fed up with the life that I was leading. But when I signed up for the military and I went to basic training, I tell people all the time, basic training was one of my favorite experiences ever. I loved it because it was a constant challenge. All of the modern conveniences that you think you enjoy so much were completely removed from me. And all of a sudden, I found myself with deeper, more meaningful conversations and relationships. I found myself stretching my possibilities physically and mentally in what I thought I was capable of. And I was trying new foods and all these other things that just had completely passed me by my entire life through being able to, you know, go and grab a bunch of Oreos and goldfish and whatever I wanted whenever I wanted it. Much like when you change your diet, once I had removed all of the convenience from my life, I started to really realize that I enjoyed the challenges that were available to me once I kind of took some of those away. I became significantly stronger mentally through this time, and then leading up through the rest of my military career, I found myself only fulfilled when I was taking away convenience and striving towards something that was more challenging or less convenient, right? That was why I volunteered for the tomb. And this started me down a path where I knew that just taking on the challenges that were presented with me was the thing that I found enjoyment out of. This allowed me the freedom to start my own business, to continue to progress myself physically and mentally in both my education and you know my exercise or competition level uh, of CrossFit. And so the person that I am today was really developed through one choice to start taking away some convenience and then finding out that I really enjoyed that and that provided me with more than I could have ever hoped and then continuing to make that decision kind of over and over and over again. Now I continue to look for different ways to take away some of those conveniences and not let myself get too comfortable because I know that if I do, I'll slip and slide back into you know, maybe being a person that doesn't stand for the things that I want to stand for, or maybe not having the best integrity with some of my, you know, thoughts and my relationships and some of those different things. There's just something to having a consistently hardened mind and body that I have felt in the past. And I know that that's something that I want to continue to strive for because I've also felt what being soft in both my mind and my body feels like. And I don't ever want to go back down that path. So hopefully this can be a call to action for you guys to maybe start making some decisions that get you out of your comfort zone a little bit. 
And if I can ever help with that, or if you guys ever have any ideas that you've tried in the past that you found to be challenging or difficult and meaningful to your mind, your body, your relationships, then let me know. I'd love to hear them. I'd love to know what you guys found like was overcoming something that was very inspirational for you. And then maybe I can put that out and others can be impacted by that. And then others can take that on and then you can kind of use your experience to help, you know, somebody else become a little bit stronger mentally and physically. And that's really, I think, the goal of any community, right, is use your experience, use the things that you've struggled through to help and assist others. So I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening.